Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of The Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated? This is America Unplugged. This is America Unplugged. Ladies and gents, just like the intro says, what's going on? My name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid, and we're going to talk to you about all this nonsense that's going on. The midterm elections, Lauren Bobart, or whatever, however the hell you pronounce her freaking name. All right. I'm going to be the first to say it. She stole the election. I want those ballots looked at right now because overnight it just changed. It's incredible how that happens overnight. You know, she she was losing. And then I woke up the next morning and she's winning. And I have serious questions about this. Where's the guy from 2000, 3000 mules? I want him out of here checking this out. Lauren Bobart stole this election. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, ladies. I mean, she did it. I mean, it, it's clear. I mean, she was she was clearly losing. And now she's winning. I don't know how that happens. Somebody stuffed the, stuffed the ballots or whatever the hell is going on there. She was done. She was cooked. And now she's back. I don't know. I don't know. You tell me, ladies and gents. The midterms were fun. I got to tell you. I had a fun time sitting there watching this, seeing people losing their freaking minds about stuff. It was dope. It was dope. And you know what I'm liking more than anything else, even though I want to ask you guys about what the agenda is here. This Because uh, everybody's turning on Donald Trump collectively. And I'm like, okay, like, I mean, uh, uh, me as, as the resident Trump hater, Loves this stuff, but I'm sitting here and I'm like, why are they doing this? Collectively, all of them that backed him for years and years and years, even when he was talking to nonsense, all of a sudden they're like, well, you know, it's time to move on from Donald Trump. We have the usual suspects here, ladies and gents, to talk about it and give us their expert opinion from all sides of the spectrum. Mr. Tony Harderberg. What is up, sir? Good to see you, buddy. Good to What's see you, on? Billy. You, you came loaded for bear this morning, my friend. And, you know, you know when I see injustice, when I see that, that an election has been stolen, clear as day, clear as day, because, I mean, if we're going to, if we're going to um, um, you know, use uh, the past and, and use the same rationale, this is exactly what happened with Joe Biden. You know what I mean? It's exactly the same thing. So since I, I am already aware, and people hit me up all the time, about how the election was stolen and Joe Biden and everything else. I'm like, I've learned at this point. So when I see Lauren Bobart losing, and then all of a sudden, you know, because I was, I'm happy. I'm, I, I'm not, you know, I have nothing to do with it, you know, because I'm in a different state. But still, you know, I was doing my dance. I was like, hey, you know, I was really happy. Good riddance to bad rubbish. And then she's back, you know. Um, so when I see something like that, we got to point it out. We, we got to investigate, um, get Get my pillow down there. He's been looking at all of this, by the way. Get him down there now. All right. And and, and let's do um uh, 2,000 mules. I'm, I'm sure somebody stuffed the ballots. I'm sure the, the, the Chinese Communist Party sent um ballots that were made from bamboo and we can track them. I'm sure that happened. All right. Let's see it. Let's see what happened down there because there's something really fishy 
about that election and and maybe a few others. Let's talk about it. Go ahead, Tone. Well, this totally ruins my Christmas present for you now. I got you a complete <laughs> set of the Lauren Bobart uh, coffee mugs, <laughs> shirts, hats, and other paraphernalia. So Thank you, Tony. I I, hey, listen, man, I appreciate it. Send it my way. Thank you. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad I'm glad you got you got the energy this morning, Billy. I, it wasn't uh, the case for my rooster. Uh, it snowed last night here in the Ozarks, and all my chickens, even though you open the gate, they don't go anywhere. They just stand there because there's snow <laughs> on the ground, and rooster was uh, – was quiet but uh, i'm glad that you're you're on uh, on target this morning my friend good to see you and don good to see you buddy and good to see the legendary don jeffries always my something's up something's up here uh just giving you guys a heads up but good to see the legendary don jeffries on the show i want your expert perspective on all of this and i know it's going to be probably radically different from mine listen they stole this election down there for for lauren, Bo lauren bobart don i mean i think it's evident at this point how much evidence do we need Go ahead, Don. Well, you know, I, again, I look at, I think it, <laughs> at this point, I, I don't know how anybody, again, has any faith in our electoral process because it, it doesn't, you know, it's it's the stolen thing that came from Donald Trump. But I mean, you know, this oh, yeah. goes back to 1865, uh, 1864, when Abraham Lincoln stopped the uh, suspected Democratic Party voters in the Northern Soldiers. He, he stopped them from being furloughed to vote. And you had Benjamin the Beast Butler, who uh, is the guy that during Reconstruction in New Orleans uh, put out an order that uh, basically uh, said you can rape whoever you want. He basically said all the women bidding at the soldier, every woman in New Orleans is to be considered as a woman plying her trade. Uh, mm. So basically it was open season for rape then. You know, this was you know, good guys. But uh, so again, Beast Butler, uh, he again, they, they, they leave these things in the record. He sent a letter to Secretary of War Edwin Stanton after the election. And uh, Stanton probably is the one who engineered Lincoln's assassination as an inside job, bloodthirsty psychopath, Secretary of War. But he he told him, he said, you know, I've done everything I can. They listen to a conspiracy theory. He said, I've done everything I can to stop Democrats from voting in New York City. So, again, this is so this goes back to then. You had 1876. They robbed of everything. You had landslide Lyndon Johnson in 1948, who took his men through the cemeteries and had them copy the names down. And then said, "What's up with this boss?" And they'll be just much right to vote. And dead have been voting ever since. And this election was so great, Billy Ray, that not only did you have the dead voting as they all have since Lyndon Johnson discovered this important demographic, you had a dead congressman be elected in a landslide. This guy Deluca. I can't You're remember. Right. The state. You're he died right. last month. Right. So you, 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 you bet. And now this isn't the first time you had Mel Carnahan back in the 80s. It's happened several times. So I think that we should all hope that there's complete fraud and they're not counting the ballots. Because if they are, if, if people are that, I'm sorry, if you voted for a dead guy, if you're so stupid and uninformed that you go to the polls and you don't die that you're voting for died last month, you lose your right to vote. I'm sorry. If you're that stupid, you have to have basic information, right? So, uh, so this is nothing to be proud about. But the fact that Arizona, Nevada, this is the exact same thing, 2020, and it's not fraud. It looks like fraud. You know, it's like Kanye West being slapped down for talking about the Jews and and the Jews demanding he pay him, uh, you know, Jewish groups demanding he pay him extortion. But don't say that you know <laughs> we have significant power. I mean, they're acting like they do. It's the same thing here. This there's no excuse for this. This doesn't even happen in the worst third world countries. And I can tell you, it never used to happen that you, you, you knew who was president uh, on, on election night. 
you know, it might go into the early morning hours. You certainly didn't, but starting with 2000, when they did, the Democrats understood that then the hanging chads and everything. And yeah, that Supreme Court just gave George Bush president. Well, that was fun. But now it's not. I mean, this is in your face thuggery. I don't know what's going to happen in Arizona and uh, Nevada, but you can't are doing is I think about 70 percent of the vote counted since Tuesday. So and the, the election officials are saying, yeah, we're working hard. What are you doing? You're not counting the vote. So, I mean, this is insane. And again, even if somehow it's above board, which I don't see how it could be, it looks, it's a horrible look. And third world countries are laughing at us. And I, we need to have a new category for, for, for our elections. This is fourth world, fifth world, whatever you want to call it. Venezuela, Peru, any of these countries at their, <laughs> at their worst could not hold a candle to what we're doing. Because at, le at least when they cheat, at least do it faster or be efficient about it. This is, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> the fact that this is Arizona and Nevada, at least Arizona and Nevada, what are you doing? What is going on there? And so uh, nobody at this point, you're talking about Lauren Boebert, uh, nobody should have any confidence in this process at this point. And everybody I, I has the don't. right to say, yeah, what happened right. overnight or whatever, because <laughs> this kind of stuff didn't used to happen. I'm telling you, it didn't. It, no, I, it, yeah, it wasn't. Right. And you didn't have all these elections coming down to 30 votes. I mean, I know we're divided, but we're exactly evenly divided. I mean, Herschel Walker and that Warnock, that George is going to have the exact same runoff, the same candidate again, Warnock, whose wife is on videotape talking about how he beats her. And somehow the voters still can't help voting for him. Wow. Okay, that wow. sounds like a good guy to me. But I mean, this is this is this is in your face, Sugar. And I that's why I, I meant to ask my friend Vince Agnelli because he talked about coming on here again to discuss the election. But I'm oh, more and more with his point of view. We're, we just have to withdraw, we have to withdraw from politics. It's at this point, this is oh, this is yeah. hopeless because even even if the Republicans took control, and I that's why I was trying. And I wrote on, on Substack. I wrote a piece uh, the day before the election. And I talked about how laughable it was about the red wave and all that stuff. And I, I, I looked pretty good the way I predicted it because, and I don't really make, you could see this coming, you know, and, and this, this is so obvious. I don't know if they, and I, I think this is all scripted. They want this, they want the controversy. They both, both at this point, the Republicans mostly whining because they're the ones that are losing most of these close races. So uh, they, they want this stuff. And apparently they want no one to have any uh, confidence in the process. You have a country, a real first world country like France. They got rid of all electronic voting machines. Now, you think with electronic voting machines, which are ripe for fraud, the one advantage they have is you should be able to count the votes fast. So what are we doing taking longer to count votes uh, you know, than we did with the, the Pony Express or something in the 1800s? I mean, this is ridiculous. What, I mean, there's no excuse for it. Nobody's asking questions. There's there, there this become the new normal to say, OK, Arizona is going to release another another uh, drop, another drop of votes. What? What? Do you and then this thing every night and when you do it now. And I'm telling you, I used to be an election junkie. I was stupid when I was a Democratic kid and teenager. I thought the Democrats were good. I'd be faithfully watching this crap and hoping for the Democrats. But they didn't say anything like vote came in and you saw that you saw the vote change wildly like it does now. But they didn't do this thing where they say, well, OK, now we're going to have the vote coming in Republican counties or Democratic counties. You didn't I, I, they, they didn't do it by age so wildly. And that leaves things open to freeze. And they can always say, well, yeah, of course, it changed because 
you know, this was a stronghold for all guys, all guys up here. They, those votes haven't been counted, not to mention the mail-in ballots, which are undated, unverified, unchecked, and, uh, you know, the no ID and all this kind of crazy stuff that just opens it up to fraud. So at this point, I think we have, uh, we should call advisors from Venezuela, Peru. I don't know. What, what are considered the worst third world countries? I don't know at this point, but find them all, ra- ra- rally them up, bring them here. That's your election advisors, because however bad they elections, their elections are, they're, are, they're better than ours. Let's let's bring people over from the Congo. I'm sure they can teach us how, how to do yeah, elections sure. better. Absolutely. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. Let's 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 bring the people yeah. from uh, from Cuba and from Venezuela, like you said. And of course, um, Brazil and Bolsonaro. Let's let's bring him over. And, and see what he can help us with yes, because I'm sure, you know, I'm, I'm sure he can help. Hey, b- bottom line is this. I think you're absolutely right. Right. I remember I'm old enough to remember tones old enough to remember when we used to get results on that day. <laughs> right? And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, it's like, yeah. there's, there's been um, uh, revisions to, to the dictionary. Some terms have changed. I remember when I was, I, I started looking up uh, for the surgical mask, right? And and what they were able to do and all this other stuff. And everything's changed since COVID. Like I can't find old definitions about this stuff. So it's the same thing with this. Like, I was like, did, didn't, I, I think I remember that elections were called on the same freaking night. I, I think I remember that. I'm like, but, but I start doubting myself at this point. I'm like, is, is that the truth? You know? And, and, and another thing that Don said is, is that this is the age of confusion. You didn't say it like that, but that's exactly what he meant. It, it's it's the age of confusion. They want to confuse us. They don't want us to have to 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 have a narrative that we can go on and say, "Hey, this is this is the real. This is the way it is." They don't want that. They want us to be confused. They don't want us to be able to trust anything, any news outlet, nothing. We don't know what the hell is going on at the end of it. We just have to believe and give our 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 faith over to these people and say, "Hey." We believe you, and, and and that's the bottom line of it. That being said, I want to investigate Lauren Bobart. I want to investigate that whole deal. What's up, Don? Tell me something. What's well, up? What it, if say? Lauren Bobart did win again, that that that's that's, and I don't know. Well, she cheated, Don. I heard something that they were pretty, <laughs> completely. But 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 what what was important is that mm. I always look at the number, the percentage of incumbents that get returned to office. Now, just watching the votes, I saw the usual thing. Virtually every incumbent, and that's what's important. They never, so you look at the situation we have in this country, and it doesn't matter about Democrat Republicans, but Democrats are in power. They're in the White House, they're in Congress. Historically, they tell us, you know, the, the court historians tell us, well, you know, midterm elections, you know, the, the correction always lose a lot of seats. This country has never been in worse shape. Economically, we're on the brink of World War III. We've got one worse. Transgender, 57 gender, there's anti-free speech. There's not a positive, the worst economy we've ever had. Don't don't people vote on the economy? And yet this, I think, is going to be probably one of the, or depending on how they finally end up when they eventually get done counting in 2023, uh, that uh, it's going to turn up. I think the smallest change, and that doesn't jive. That makes no sense. I mean, Again, that's why I'm hoping there's voter fraud, because if people are stupid enough, I mean, every incumbent should should have lost. Every should be 100 percent incumbent because you give this is your only to vote. You, you, you wouldn't have a bad boss, Done. Uh, you know, or whatever. Hold, you don't get a chance to vote second, him buddy. out. They're not going to let hold you on, vote Hold on for a right? second, buddy. 
Don, hold on for a second, buddy. Uh, Tone, do you hear? Yeah. Yes. Uh, him? Okay. You, you, yeah, it, yeah, okay. It might be a good idea, Don, if you would uh, restart your computer and come back in. I right. Think, because you're on fire and we don't want to miss any of your exactly. audio. Exactly. Right. You're just cutting out a lot. So just, just. If you could, if you could restart. Oh, really? Is it? Okay. All right. I'll, I'll restart it. The audio skipping. It might be just because you need to restart. T T Tone and okay. I will handle it until you get back, sir. You, you, the show's in good hands. I'm going to hand it over to Mr. Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. What did you see? What did you see with those eyes, with those wolf eyes? What did you see? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something, man. I I was just thinking about uh, voting for dead people, and uh, it was the uh, it was John Ash Ashcroft out of Missouri who right. lost to a dead man, and then became Attorney General of the United States. And his law partner, um, John Ratcliffe, I would uh, run against uh, in uh, the congressional race of 2014. And um, just an interesting fun fact: he doesn't like me because we had a lot of debates and uh, mm. the Ralph Hall campaign would send me out there. But yeah, there, there's a legacy in this country of voter fraud. We know this. I mean, Don talked about the 48 election with uh, Lyndon Johnson and box 13, and that's infamous, you know, count. That's a true story, by the way. Um, I was one of the people he told to count the votes was my friend, Ralph Hall. He, and he told me that story about going to the back part of the cemetery and uh, get those last names. They deserve to vote too. And uh, that, that, that's real. I think, uh, you know, I, I think about the movie Nixon, uh, Oliver Stone's 1995 movie. And there's this great scene where Maury Chotner is the uh, campaign manager for Nixon in the 60 campaign. And this is back when, you know, Daly uh, had the ballot box stuffed in Chicago, you know, in Cook County. And uh, that's pretty much put the that in Texas with Lyndon Johnson. They, they put it over the edge for uh, for Kennedy in 60. But Maury Chotner says, you know, you can't contest this, Dick, because they stole it fair and square. So it's pretty much I mean, this is the legacy of voting. But. Now, I think what you're talking about, you're not mis misremembering this because it was in the early stages of pretty much any election, they would go ahead and call it. Right. I don't know that that's legit, but they would used to do that. But now that they the, would typically write the projections that they made. We think so. Right. But that they right. would typically they, it would it would end that evening because mm -hmm. it was going to be the new news cycle that day. But this has become such a part of our ah. culture. That right. it's like it's kind of like a, an extended game or like right. playoffs or anything like that. The, the news cycle continues. I think that and, and also the methods have changed very well. Played. I mean, it, the right. methods in which the votes are received have changed. And right. so I I think this is a team sports uh, deal. And, and, and again, democracy oh. in and of itself is not moral. I think what you have when you have a, a society that is crumbling, when you have moral decay, especially from the. And I think we can all agree, I don't care what your political background is, but the, the ruling class of the United States is morally bankrupt in of every course. facet. Right. So all that trickles down. You want to talk about trickle-down economics, there's trickle-down morality. And uh, you're not going to have free and fair uh, elections and legitimate elections if you have a bankrupt ruling class in society. And democracy is just a reflection of society. It doesn't correct the problems. It reveals them. No, no, I think you're right. Um and, and and I think this all speaks to uh, how people have been reincorporated into the process, right? And, and um, Don's back, I think. We're getting him back. I hope so. How people have been reincorporated into the process, and we talk about this here all the time, you know. Um, but people are more invested than they than they ever have been, at least in my lifetime, to into the political process and sitting down and trying to figure out what's going on here. 
and um, <clears throat> and they've been pitted against each other as a result. And that's the best way to do it, right? It's competition. That's the best way to keep people invested. Give them something to root for, right? And 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 you create. It's like pro wrestling, man. You create the villain. You create the villain, or 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 um, Floyd Mayweather, the most uneventful, unexciting boxer in the history of boxing. Okay, but everybody wanted to see him lose because he talked so much crap, right? So everybody tuned in to try to see him get knocked out. He never got knocked out because his defense is incredible, <laughs> and that's it. You know, it's not like he had a, he was a power guy. He's not flat nothing. He just knew how to not get hit in the face. And that's not exciting. But when everybody wanted to hit him in the face and they couldn't, and then he talks crap about it, you know, everybody wants to watch. So he get millions and millions of dollars on pay-per-view. So th this is what's going on here. You create the bad guy. The bad guy for the alternative media is the Democrats. That is the bad guy. They are they suck blood from children. So you, you you have to take them down, right? Well, so you have to get involved in the process. And then, you know, the, the Republicans, I mean, you know, they are the shining light for a lot of these people. At least that's the way I look at it here. Even though, what's up to him? What's well, up? I, I, I'm, and I'll, I'm happy to say this when I'm happy. Um, but I'm okay <laughs> with it. Right. I didn't vote. Well, I didn't, I didn't vote in this cycle. Right. And it's the first time I've not voted in a, since I got out of the military. Because there, was nothing for? For me, there wasn't right. anything local that I was deciding on. There wasn't a referendum. There wasn't anything here that I was voting on for where I live. But it was all about, you know, uh, House races and, and Senate races. And, and I go, I don't know what I'm voting for. You right. guys didn't. You didn't. There, I know that the teams have been selected by the commentators and other people and talking heads. The teams have been selected, but I didn't identify with any team right. because they all agree on the major themes that are killing us. So I didn't vote, and um, and that that could get me in trouble with a lot of my listeners. But I I didn't oh. know what I was voting for. If you'd listen to my show, we've laid out with it. The Republicans, I think this is the biggest story of what happened in the the midterms. Why didn't Republicans just dominate everything? I mean, it should have just slam dunk. It's that the was, layup. Yeah. Right. But you didn't run on anything. You didn't run against the things that are really frightening Americans. I mean, you can't. You didn't run against inflation. Not really. You talked about it, but you didn't talk about core issues and why why it happened, why we have inflation. You didn't talk about World War III because both parties agree. Right. So, they, they, again, all the major – they didn't run against the, the the Great Reset. They didn't run against Davos. They didn't run against any of that because they can't, because they're with it. Uh, you know, again, silence is agreement. Agreed. Agreed 100%. I want to get back to all that, and then I'm going to throw it back to, to Don. But uh, uh, one of our listeners, uh, part of the fam here, Little John – uh, apparently, he lost his brother-in-law this morning in in Brooklyn from a heart attack. He oh, was 64 sorry. years old. God bless him. Uh, condolences to you, my brother. Um, if uh, if you need anything, uh, reach out to us. Uh, and uh, whatever we can do, we, we will try to do so. Man, I'm sorry about that, buddy. Um, may he rest in peace. Uh, Tone, do you want to say something to little John? Well, God bless you and your family. And uh, I'm definitely being... You'll be in my prayers. I know that's just always uh, something sudden like that. It's just a shock to the system. So God bless you and yours. Right, right. Don? Are you there, Don? Yeah, same, same here. Obviously, uh, can, can, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear obviously you. Obviously, condolences and way too young. Okay, yeah, it's obviously way too young. So yeah. uh, little John, faithful listener. So hopefully you can get past it. But there's the 
too much death out there, as you know. Lots of people are dropping like flies. And I'm not saying anything, but it's just a, a very wonderful thing about today's world. Right. Absolutely. God bless you, buddy. And um, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully we can take your mind yes. off of it for a little bit. Um, yeah. So, um, that's the deal, yeah. man. Um, I, I had fun watching all of this. I really did. Um, and, uh, stay on the same topic, but to shift it just a little bit, right. It's, uh, um, one can also make, and this is the argument that the mainstream media is making on both sides of the aisle, man. Okay. You can tune into MSNBC, CNN, Fox news, and you will hear the same thing. And from Fox News, you, 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 it's it's incredible because these are some of the same people that two weeks ago were still holding up a lot of the Donald Trump principles and pushing a Donald Trump agenda. Boom, switch just like that. And, and, and I know we've all seen here in the alternative media um, clips of people reciting the same thing, the same script, right? All these anchors from different news organizations. It doesn't matter you know, uh, what they stand for or who they work for. It's the same thing. They, they recite the same thing over and over again, and you see different clips of all of them saying the same thing. It, this is what's happening here. So while I don't really care, right, and good riddance to bad rubbish again with Donald Trump, but damn it, this looks really familiar to me. <laughs> um, I don't understand how all of these people collectively are getting together and saying, you know what, um, they don't want Donald Trump anymore. The Republican Party is done with Donald Trump. We are moving on. You know, uh, he is a loser. This has been said. The New York Post said this. The New York Times said this. Um, uh, people on Fox News. They don't want losers. They don't want. Uh, um, That's what they say. We don't want losers. We don't want uh, um, people throwing insults. We want results. That's what we want. Ben Shapiro. I heard his his punk ass. I don't like to listen to Ben because he's an idiot. Uh, but sometimes I tune I tune in. I used to think that guy was a smart dude. He is a, a freaking dunce. Um, regardless, that's me judging. It's cool. Um, I, I tuned in today. I mean, uh, this week. And same thing. Same thing. Everybody's moving away from Donald Trump. Yeah. I don't think it's the end for Donald. I could be wrong. But people are. And this is a, 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 a premeditated process a premeditated exercise here what's going on in my opinion but this doesn't look uh organic to me at all what's up tony no we're throwing back to don i noticed uh the same thing uh the commentator michael savage put a picture out on instagram twitter of ron DeSantis and his wife and it said the future mm -hmm. so uh i would i would say that we're uh we're looking at a, at a sea change possibly uh, in the uh, the realm of, of the Trump camp, and that uh, maybe because uh, DeSantis looks good, and uh, the Trump camp hasn't handled you know, after the windfall that they got after the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. I thought that they kind of squandered a lot of that. Uh, right, that good press. Right. Um, so it, it hasn't looked good. The momentum uh, is not there. So I, I I think you're right. I think there's probably going to be some kind of shift. But you know, it, it, MAGA in and of itself is an extension of QAnon by other means. Agreed. And, uh, it's a way because the, the things that that made Trump's presidency possible, uh, which nobody really wants, nobody in the mainstream or even political analysis wants to admit, is that Donald Trump uh, won because of anti-establishment nationalism. 
Right. He ran on economic nationalism and ending free trade agreements. He ran on bringing the troops home. He ran on having a border. He ran on sound money. He was going to going to audit the Fed or even and and, and some luck tone. And some luck. All and that some and some luck. Go yeah, ahead. And, the, and the ruling class was lazy. And again, it, mean, you, it wasn't a landslide. You mentioned it all the time. In 2016, Donald Trump lost the popular vote, but he won the electoral college. He won by 80,000 votes spread over four states in the swing states. We know that he didn't run an anti-establishment campaign in 2020. Uh, and uh, again, that's what the, the results are there for you to go look at. But uh, I don't I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that they have a plan. I think that Fox News is going to flail and all these other places. Wow. I think there's going to be a big uh, internal war inside the GOP going yeah. forward. Uh, but if, if 2022 is any indication of 2024, they're in disarray and they're not differentiating themselves well enough to win. No, I, I agree with you, man. I mean, I, I hope it's organic. It just doesn't sure. look organic to me. Like, I, I hope that that people are finally like, OK, we're done with this fool. Right. We're done with this already. You know, and, and I'd love like I, I said it on Jack Allen show. We were both on earlier this week. And, I, and I, I said that I'm like, I want to believe that that's the case. That doesn't mean it is the case. I just want to believe it. my biases. Right. I want to believe that people are like, we're done with this. But I don't know. Just just the, it, the fact that everybody got together at the same time to say it. Granted, it's after the, the midterms. But and, and, and the results were less than stellar especially for people that that Trump endorsed. And that could be a thing, but to completely abandon him like they have, you know, they're like, no, we don't need this. Uh, and almost uh, just ab ab abandoning his entire spiel of, of uh, election fraud and all that other stuff. They just stopped it from one moment to the next. So I'm like, well, what's going on here? I hope you're right, Tone. I, I really do. I hope it's organic. And I just I, I don't know anymore. It's not what's the same thing, but I'll give you a historical example. Um, yeah. After MacArthur was fired by Harry Truman, mm -hmm. uh, he came back to the United States. Hadn't even been to the United States, I think, since like the 30s. You know, he'd right. been over in the Philippines and he was viceroy of Japan. Immensely popular. The American people wanted him to run for president. Didn't matter which party. He was immensely popular. Uh, they were draft MacArthur movements all over the country. Don knows this, I'm sure, very well. And uh, the problem was he started speaking mm. and he sounded like an extremist in a lot of ways. And he would step on himself, even though he was a very brilliant man. He just had a he could not keep himself from saying crazy things. Right. And uh, he by the time the elections rolled around, uh, it was Dwight Eisenhower. Mm. And because and MacArthur didn't even really register uh in in the polls or at the uh at the republican convention so you went from being you know uh king to to basically uh you know and also ran right 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 so that that can happen very swiftly in politics all right man i'm gonna take your experienced word for it uh, i hope you're right tom uh wayne mccroy in the chat what's up wayne how you doing buddy uh don's chair for president 2024 <laughs> <laughs> I had to shout him out. I'm gonna shout out everybody. Nah, they'd bring it again. The chair would never chance. Nah, the chair would win, man. The chair would beat Donald Trump. I'll tell you that much, man. It, it might make me uh motivated enough to get up and vote. I also did not vote. You know, um, I didn't vote for anybody here in New York. And I had people uh people uh turn in in my uh in my circle that that uh went and voted for the Republican out here because they think New York is a, a shit show, you know, and I don't see much difference from here, from what I've always experienced here. I've been living here all my life. You know, I think it's a lot of hype. Uh, things are bad. Yeah. But 
they're just reporting it more and scaring people because that's what they do, you know, but uh, people buy into it and they go ahead and do it. Um, uh, Kathy Hogel is still, or Hochul, whatever her name is, is still the governor here, demon seat. Uh, it, it wouldn't have gotten any better with the Republican. Uh, 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 he's a Trump tart, you know, um, and that's not what we need. One thing I want to point out before I throw it to Don Jeffries, right? The Republicans uh, picked up a lot of, of seats here in New York, right? Which wasn't typical. Um, and um, AOC, whom I should say, because every time I say AOC, everybody's like, oh, Billy and AOC, Billy loves AOC, whatever, whatever. It's not true. Um, but regardless, a a AOC, whom I never voted for and I don't support, and she does rule over my district here, okay? Um, she came out and said, I want the, the, the leader of the Democratic Party in New York City to step down because this was a debacle. You know what she didn't say? The election was stolen, and that's why all these Republicans got in there. And this is what I'm talking about. It's the level here. And I, and I, and I want to make a, 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 a clear difference between Republicans and MAGA cultists. So who I'm talking about here is the MAGA cultist, not uh, more, more traditional Republicans, right, who don't subscribe to that shit. And, and I would hope that uh, that's why a lot of these people didn't get um, elected. I, I would point to Mehmet Oz and, and Fetterman, but I think that had a lot to do with Oprah. Oprah would smack Donald Trump and become president of the United States if she wanted to run. That's just a fact. And we can go back to Pizzagate and all that other shit, but guess what? She would still make it into the White House. Easy. You want to talk about a landslide victory? Even Ron DeSantos, she would smack him around. And, and, and Michelle Obama would do the same. And then we could start talking about landslides. But anyway, that, that, that's what's gone down here. And I want everybody to, to reflect on it and take a look at what's going on and the differences between these people, even though we, we don't subscribe to the narrative that comes from the left. We need to see where the energies are here and what um, the left uh, is, is responsible for and what the right is responsible for. And it doesn't matter who we subscribe to. We just need to be real and come to terms with it so we can move forward. All right, go ahead, Don Jeffries. Don, can you hear me? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, again, people, I, 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 can you hear me? I yeah. hope you can hear me. <clears throat> I said, I can hear you uh, now. When, when, tr when Trump was elected, and uh, okay, in 2016, um, I said at the time, uh, he's going to, this is going to be the last Republican president. I think that's a good prediction I made. And I think that that's, that's, we're never going to have another Republican president. Republican party is dead. The yeah, only chance it right. had was if Trump had been legitimate. Right. Yeah, because Trump, Trump, again, Trump ran on, ran on things that a third party candidate would have run on. He ran on the obvious elephants in Trump, immigration, the corruption, the real unemployment, all, all the stuff he said, a lot of it was revolutionary. He still had some dumb stuff even then love of the police and stuff like that, but senseless wars he talked about. <clears throat> so uh, DeSantis, anybody, none of these guys are the answers. Uh, if you think, it, because the Republicans showed, even if they had won, if there had been a red wave, uh, who would the red wave have been? Herschel Walker? I mean, Walker was a good but you know, but you know, he's, there's a lot of people, Benny Tom, Benny Thompson, him and her, Benny Thompson and Herschel Walker, could, I think should just, sit down and take a sixth grade education test because they're, they're obviously not educated, but they, 
they can't express themselves well. So yeah, the Democrats will see it with Herschel Walker, but they don't see it their own, you know, their own uh, party members. But it's embarrassing. It really is. But he's running against a guy who's, you know, the wife says he's a wife beater, you know. So it's like, it's not again. There's no choice. These is, so if if the Herschel Walkers and Doctor Oz, come on, is, is that what they're looking for in the Republican Party, Doctor Oz? That do you really think if they had gotten into Congress that they were going to change things, no. that they're going to open up the process, uh, that they're going to end the wars, they were going to audit the Federal Reserve? I mean, things that absolutely have to be done. So uh, Trump opened the door to all that with his rhetoric. So he got my attention because you know, for a long time I had just said, look, I, I'm voting for these third party candidates. My candidate never gets more than one percent of the vote typically. So, uh, you know, for, for me to vote Republican, it's like, wow. But I mean, the Democrats have become so bad. And so, you know, with their, their agenda is so absurd, this woke agenda. If we had a real alternative, as, as Tony noted, they would have been swatted down. And if we had a real open process. But when you don't run on anything, really, when you're not mentioning all the giant out room anymore, when you support the $60 billion, this little uh, Zionist dictator crane, uh, when you are support the open borders because you want cheap labor. <laughs> and that's the problem. There's no difference when you support. And you're not really, you know, you're not, you have a history maybe of not supporting free speech yourself if it's something you don't like. So there's there's really all these things. We need people who are going to run against that kind of. They're going to talk about the 9/11 truth and things like that. Who in the Republican? Marjorie Taylor Greene is a wild card, but I don't think she'll have truth. That's that's what you got. And uh, even if they had taken control, if they get control of the House. If this guy, Kevin, is nothing, I mean, they're grumblings about, I mean, I don't know if there's anybody good. Maybe they're talking about, uh, so they, Randall might be better than Mitch McConnell in the Senate. But as long as you have that same leadership, even if you had a bunch of Republicans, nothing's going to change. We need a real, an actual uh, alternative. And we don't have one. The rhinos, most of the Republicans are rhinos. So they should really, if you had a real party that came along that was a, a reform party like Ross Perot's and was, was based on, hey, let's open up the process. Our electoral process is a mess. It's embarrassing. Go back to paper ballots. No excuse. Have independent people from all over observing it. The count should be done in one day. That's it. Bottom line. Uh, none of this electronic voting stuff, none of these delays and waiting all that. So at the very basis of democracy, as they like to talk about it, it's the right to vote, right? So if you can't trust that, and most people certainly on the right don't trust it now, and they have no reason to. It's 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 it look at the very least, it's mind-bogglingly incompetent. There's no excuse for this. So, but nobody's going to run against that. Most Republicans are. They didn't in 2020. Most of the of the uh, and that's again, that's what distinguished Trump. After doing nothing for four years, he was the first candidate to cry fraud and fix and all that. No other candidate's ever done that. Al Gore just, you know, eventually ran away with his tail between his legs in 2000. So again, that's what made him different and made people still, made him still appeal to people. And that's the problem you're going to have. It does look like they're going through a divorce with, with Trump. Uh, and Trump, mm. again, I think it's like, you know, he's a Trumpenstein project. I think he's an actor. And I think right now he's going through the final throws because he's saying things that are absolutely insane. 
And I know you're going to play that clip about, you know, don't blame me and all that stuff. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's unthinkable that any, any public figure would say something that ridiculous. I mean, that's what you might think he's saying behind closed, but even behind closed doors, it'd be kind of hard to be. He's blaming right. Melania, uh, Melania for telling him to endorse Dr. Rossi. You know, this is, he's unhinged behind the scenes. He's screaming and stuff. So I don't know, maybe he's even private life or maybe he just is, you know, this boob that's, you know, they found, I don't know, but I, I still think he's an actor and it looks like they're breaking off for him, but without Trump, I, I don't know that they could have won even with Trump. I think he was their only chance because you still have so many millions of people that are loyal to this guy. They're not going to be that way with DeSantis because DeSantis is not going to give them, although DeSantis did more in Florida, really, than Trump did in four years on certain things. I, I you know, DeSantis went to Yale and Harvard. Uh, I've heard he was a skull and bones. I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't been able to, Chris Graves has been looking at it for me. He hasn't been able to substantiate it. Uh, but, you know, the guy has the kind of background that you roll your eyes at. Okay, this is another, and of course he's, he's if possible, he's even more devoted to Israel than Donald Trump is. So that you know, speaks well for his future prospects, but right. he's not, I don't see him leading an outside. There are no outsiders. Trump was it. He turned out to be an actor or whatever, whatever you want to call it. And so to me, politics is, like I said, my friend Vince Agnelli talks about local. I think that's the best we can hope for. I'm trying to find out what happened in scores all across the country. Where you look, uh, if there wasn't significant turnover at the school board level, then, you know, again, this is, this is all over. Just wait for, uh, you know, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, because this this is the, the, the in your face corruption and incompetence is beyond belief. We are the we are more of a banana republic than we've ever been. But uh, these we have there's so few people, there's no state. And the thing is, with all that's wrong, there's so many things for, you know, for a critic to, to come and run. Against. There's so much stuff to run against. You have so it's not like you're you know running against uh, Eisenhower in the fifties or something when you had this great economy. This is I mean the Republicans if they're an alternative they should have been easily able to destroy. I mean how what are the Democrats running on World War Three, sixty billion dollars to Ukraine, people living in tent cities and defecating on the streets and you won't even clean that up anymore. Uh, you know fifty seven genders transgender reassignment surgery without telling the parents anti free speech canceling people. Uh, open borders, the worst economy that America has ever seen, where people are paying through the roof rent, people can't afford a car, the cost of housing is it? It's, I mean, what what did they have to run on? But they, they managed to demonize them some way, or I don't I don't know what they said. Again, they're still mumbling about a strong defense and you know corporate tax cuts. That's all they know. They're not an alternative. So uh, I'll I'll wake up and pay attention. A, a real counterpart to the Democrats emerges because it's it's one it's monolithic because we have one party it may seem different, but most of those Republicans in Congress agree with the war policy. They don't like free speech. They're for open borders. They're not really disagreeing on anything. We need an alternative, somebody who will be legitimate and say the kind of thing said, but even better because I think there there's millions of people out there that are receptive to that. We need Tony Arterburn for 2024. That's what <laughs> Tom we need. Tom Cooper certainly thinks so. <laughs> I'll give a shout out to, to Tom Cooper. Yes, um, yes. They they have a, a show, uh, Knights of the Storm, with Jason Barker and some others over really? there. They're, they're doing, it's like you know, all the David Knight chat and America Unplugged chat. They created their own show. That's dope. Go check it out, Knights of the Storm. 
yeah. Can somebody link me up to that? I'd, I'd love to see it's it. on Twitter. I'd, I'd love to. I'm the worst. I'm I'm on I'm on Twitter in spirit, man. I'm like one of those. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's it's not a thing. I can't believe that um that Donald Trump blamed Melania for that shit. You can't. He, he literally that, did. Come on. He's like I I I told her. I told her that Dr. Oz wasn't cool. I told her that. But she watches Oprah all the time. So she said, vote for Dr. Oz. So I said, okay, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. And now look at what it got me. Um, you want me to yeah. find that clip? Please, if you can. Um, uh, and I, will, I will say something just adding to what uh, Don was mentioning. You know, uh, we don't have an alternative. And that's by design, folks. This is by design. You don't, That's why, I, I mean, knowing what I know... I, I didn't cast a vote because I, there's nothing to vote for. Right. Um, but what I think you will see, the hope I, that I'm, I'm, I try to find the optimism <laughs> wherever I can. But I think that locally you will have, I think you're going to start to see, there was a, a good friend of mine sent me a map, a, a electoral map of Michigan. And it's just a sea of red with these little blue dots. And blue is the cities, the major cities. You, I think you're going to see more and more um I, I said, let's the grassroots. I don't want to use the word conservative because that means you want to conserve this, but people that are America firsters and uh, populism, I think you're going to see some real great candidates on the local level. And I think that's going to grow, but I think the national level politics are going to go further and further globalist. So I think this is going to be a schism here in this country where you're going to have like real people on a local level and state level. And I'm talking state, like state house level at the most, you have some real people there. And then you're going to have some just Fettermans and like just brain dead people and, and chills for the establishment and globalism at the top. Yeah. Uh, let me get that clip for you, Billy. All right. We're going to show this clip. And I, I think uh, this is very, very important for people, even though I, I think most of the people here that listen to America Unplugged um, are already way past this whole Donald Trump thing and wouldn't necessarily vote for him again. I know a lot of people that that um, listen to David Knight feel that way, and there's a lot of crossover here. Um, so, so there is that, but there are some remaining, you know. And I, I just want to highlight um, the way this guy thinks and what this guy does. Anyway, it's towards the end, Tone. I don't know if you want to play this. Whole like thing. It, it looks like at two oh six. Let me see if I can pull it up, folks. Right. Let's see where two oh six is. So stand by. It's it's the other place. The suspense <laughs> is killing us. It's uh oh, there's an ad. I don't know if I can. I'll see if I can turn the volume. HBO down. Max original. Yeah, let's America Unplugged with Tony Arthur, <laughs> Billy Ray Valentine, <laughs> and Otto Jeffries. The first up, by the way, just a fun fact, folks. Whenever I did uh, Don this. Uh, the promo and and the intro for this show, the guy got it wrong, and it was like author of hidden story. I'm like no, hidden history, <laughs> hidden, history. <laughs> hidden story. <laughs> uh, hold on, Let me see. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find the time code here. I think if you just uh, close to the end, I think that's when that's when it is. Right, we'll see if I can play it. Yeah, just play it. Because now I got this guy here talking. I don't know who this is. I don't know who this is either. I'm not sure why I can't play it. Oh, well, it's not, it's not letting me, Billy. Okay. Well, the powers that be have decided that we cannot show you this clip. And of course, oh, CNN clip. Well, too. guess what? Uh, you reap what you sow. And now 
Santis mm. is ascendant with his overpowering victory last night, yeah, and Trump you know, is in bad shape. I will yeah, put money on one thing that fast forward to, to the end, had, and that is keep going, keep going, keep right, going. Let it, let it load here. All right, all right, all right. Riveting, riveting live radio here, ladies and gents. And for you guys listening on the podcast, dude, I don't know what I can tell you. He's been a proven leader in in Florida. They just don't want you to get to the end here. (laughs) Let's see. It could score at CNN, too. Trump said last night about his endorsed candidates. Let's just play that. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Come on. I think if they win, I should get all the credit. And if they lose, I should not be blamed at all. No, he meant that shit. (laughs) He meant it. Like, I mean, what? Like, Don said it earlier. Like, why would you say that on nationwide television, on on worldwide? Why would you say something like that? The guy has clearly done bonkers if he wasn't bonkers to begin with. Like, what? Okay, so if I win, it's like, hey, hey, guys, what do you think of America Unplugged? Oh, it's doing great because of me. But when it does bad, it has nothing to do with me. Like, that's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. Why would you say something like yeah. that? Even if you believed it, why would you say something like that on nationwide television? But this is Donald <laughs> Trump. This is what he does. This is how he thinks. A guy that says something like that will never admit that he lost to something. He will always say that he won no matter what. How many pieces of evidence do we need at this point? He literally said, if they win, it's all me. If they lose, I have nothing to do with it. Talk about Pontius Pilate washing his hands. Jesus Christ. Come on. Like, I, I mean, what, what what more do we need here? Tony, am I losing my mind? What's up? Am I am I off base? No. And if this is a bad show, uh, I want you to have all the credit. If it's a good show, I want it. Is it can, we, can we agree on that? <laughs> Tony, for, Tony for president. <laughs> what can I say? Oh, you know, it's, you know, was it uh, uh, victory has a thousand fathers and defeat is an orphan or something like that? Jesus. I mean, JFK mentioned that. This, this, right. this is so odd. And yes, it reminded yes, me of there's a yes. scene in the office where, the, you know, uh, Michael goes does some crazy marketing scheme, and he was like, "Well, frankly, I want all the credit and none of the blame." And so I, I think that's just funny. I mean, it's high comedy, yeah, right? Apocalypse, Billy. So yeah, and Donald Trump clearly is. And I mentioned uh, Douglas MacArthur, and they're kind of similar age. There's something similar with that kind of breakup in, in the psychology. Maybe it's just ego. Who who really knows? But I, I don't think I don't think you're looking at the future. When you're looking at, at Donald Trump, I agree with Michael Savage, and I don't. I'm not a Ron DeSantis guy or anything, but uh, I mean, the, what what choice do we have? I mean, Don was talking about not having an alternative. I mean, we really do not have any advocates for real Americans and working yeah. class and and peace uh, and economic stability. We are in we're in the eye of the hurricane right now, and that's why an alternative media I think is really important just to try to dissect what's that the, the amount of propaganda and mind control is staggering. And you are right here tuned in to the alternative to the alternative, ladies and gentlemen, America Unplugged, freeworld.fm coming December 16th. Hard stop, ladies and gentlemen, a hard launch, I should say, December 16th. That's what we're doing. We're going to have a landing page for that thing very soon. So um, look out. All right, Don, let me let me get your thoughts. You already kind of gave them to me, but give them to us again. Can you hear me, sir? Well, yeah, just actually hearing it. It's just it, it's really again, I, I, I don't know how anybody can. I don't know how anybody can listen to what to Trump's statements and, and believe he's anything other than what I've always claimed he is. I, I, don't, I don't believe that anybody I've never met anybody with a personality like that that would say something like that out loud. As as uh, as Tony pointed out, that's something that Michael Scott in the office would say. 
you know, people laugh at it because because it is so ridiculous and nobody's like that in real life. That's why you base a character on him. Uh, I, I just refuse to believe that that, again, I think it goes along with everything else is threatening to do things and not doing it or doing the opposite and uh, making all these blowhard things that acting like he's an outsider, but appointing all insiders, you know, not draining the swamp, all that stuff. It's, it's his track record. Unfortunately, it's set back the real reform movement for a long time. But we're just off of two years into this absurd COVID stuff. Everybody at this point is realizing that the, the vaccines, if there is a bioweapon, it's the vaccines, that people are dropping dead like flies, died suddenly. They can, they, can, they can ban that all they want. But you need to have, you can build a mission what's happened in the last two years, the unconstitutional nature of that. But take it back to 9-11, the unconstitutional nature of the Patriot Act and all that, and all the lies from JFK on. This is a real alternative would be about. They wouldn't run away from it or apologize every time they hint at it. This is, we need an awake party and it would encompass all this stuff. People that are awake about all the, uh, the corruption and the conspiracies that are awake to what's been going on years of COVID and the, and the, down and the, the uh, diminishment of our civil liberties that are awake to the fact free speech is being eroded. That the wake we're going to Ukraine, we have our own people living in tents in the streets. So we have a housing crisis everywhere. That we have a rigged economy, so we have the disparity of wealth like the world has never seen before. All this should could be part of one party. It doesn't. It kind of combines, of course, peace too. The fact that we would consider World War III, bring all of them home. Troops don't need a wall for a reason. Just like they act like they can't count the votes now. They act like they can't stop people from coming across the border. How much do we pay for to the immigration to, to ICE every year? Whatever that is, they should be disbanded because they're worthless. So the same thing with, with any of these things. Well, what is FEMA? What do we pay FEMA for? FEMA, FEMA's, we've been in an emergency for the last two years, haven't we? I haven't seen them anywhere. Just like during Hurricane Katrina, they did nothing during that emergency. There's so many things, but that's what a real critic of the system, somebody that was trying to prevent uh, present an alternative, that's what I'd be building my rhetoric around if I'm running for office. And I think audiences would be receptive to it because there's no this. What is the argument against it? Okay, we, FEMA does do a great job. ICE does do a great <laughs> job. Homeland Security is constitutional. I mean, yeah, we should have open borders. Yeah, we should have 57 genders. It's a good idea for young girls to have uh, surgery with the cooperation of the medical industrial complex. And show off their Frankenstein scars. That's good. It's a good idea. But nobody's arguing about it. And uh, I don't know. I said there are millions, he said, but the, today's Republicans are not presenting an alternative. The, the best they're doing is lamely talking about we need to get to work. We need to secure the border. Okay. Yeah. I, that goes back to Ronald Reagan. I know what their secure the border is like. <laughs> secure the border, but still an overflowing you know, group, be at Home Depot every morning so I can get my lawn mowed for nothing. I mean, that's what their secure the border is. And they, they agree about Zelenko. Let's keep giving them 60 billion. No, we have to stop Putin. So I, I don't know. It's, I could go on and on, but the, obviously people get the idea. Oh, absolutely, man. Secure the border, right? For, and, and then you go to Home Depot. You, you couldn't, I, I hate going to Home Depot. I see that. I feel bad. I, I see that all the time. Just people lined up out there waiting for a job, like just waiting and yeah. running behind cars and trying to trying to to get hired. I'll do it for less. You know, it, it's crazy. And also drugs. 
right? Uh, uh, you let the drugs pass the border all the time, right? We, we'll, we'll shut it down, but drugs can always get in and out. No problem. Don't worry about that. We are past the time we never got to the robots. I'm throwing. <laughs> Tom, what are you thinking? What can we do? Can we do something or we got to go? No, let's 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 talk about the the robots. Okay. I got the article pulled up right here. We'll just mm-hmm. we'll so, just go a little, we'll go a little overtime, Billy. Overtime, a u a u o t, ladies and gentlemen, right here on America Unplugged, sponsored by Tony Arterburn, Wise Wolf, and the Wolf Pack. Make sure you go out and get that. All right. <laughs> so, America Unplugged, man, we've been talking about this for some time. Wayne McCroy has been talking about this for some time. It's the replacement humanity's being replaced by robots, right? And we're here talking about the left-right paradigm and talking about politics and Ron DeSantos and freaking Donald Trump when we really should be talking about the robots that are taking our jobs. (laughs) We're talking about the illegal immigrants that are coming that are at Home Depot. They're going to be out of a job really soon too because, I mean, or or even asking for a job because the robots are going to take that. You know, all these uh, these jobs that nobody wants to do, Right. Flipping burgers or whatever. They're taking our jobs. The immigrants are taking our jobs. No, the robots are taking your jobs. And uh, Amazon is doing everything possible to make sure that that's a thing and that you make it uh, absolutely evident that the future does not need you. So uh, Amazon is. Uh, I don't know that they, they have these robots that, that are going to work in the warehouses and take care of things 10 times more efficiently and don't need any health care. Um, so it's going to cost them a ton of uh, 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 it's going to cost them a, a whole less amount of money. And a lot of people are going to be left without jobs. Now you have the argument that this is a good thing, right? Because as, as people don't have to deal with the hamster wheel anymore, they might start thinking out of the box and start doing other things. And that's a real possibility. That's, that's a having faith in mankind. And and, and I do, I, I think some of somebody, you know, uh, will, will flip it on it because of this, as a result of this, but a lot of people are going to suffer in the process. A lot of people will not have income. And then, you know, of course, uh, Andrew Yang will step in with the universal basic income and start giving it to people to sit at home and play in the metaverse. Ladies and gentlemen, Tony Arterburn has just left us. I don't know if he turned off his camera or he's gone, but I'm throwing it to you, Don. What do you think of the robots, man? Okay. <laughs> well, you know, th- and I, I talked about this in Survival of the Riches. So they were already talking about the robots and you already have the fact that, and they can, the, the Republican uh, propaganda to the contrary, no, we don't have more jobs than people willing to take. That's absolute bullshit. Uh, we always have way more applicants than, than we have uh, jobs. And most of those jobs are crappy anyhow. But if you take away, you know, if you if the robots start doing those jobs, again, you have have to just just look at the at the math. Do the math. Where are people going to work? How are they? Gonna, and you're right, Andrew right. Yang and and the uh, uh, guaranteed income. That's going to be the only. So people are going to have to accept that. I, I mean, I I know David Knight talks about it. Lots of people, of course. I don't want that. It's not a good right. idea. But they're creating a situation where it will be the only alternative. It's if it's between eating and having shelter, right. and and a principle and I'm principled against the guaranteed uh, basic in, in income obviously you're going to take that. So that's the situation we've created. We've created a monstrosity of a world and it will be interesting if they do uh, start, if, if you imagine if you certainly have a, a, a large unemployment rate amongst illegal immigrants, I mean, that would be right. something. Wouldn't it? If they can't even get work <laughs> right. and Home Depot would be even sadder, you know, and by the way, Billy, you know, when you have Home Depot, what, if, if I'm running ice, if I'm trying to figure out hey, where, right. where are all these illegals? Where at? can you know, I, I mean, get, where I, can I, 
Yeah, where, where can I find them? <laughs> where can I ask them for their papers? I don't know. It's such a such a mystery, right? But it's we're so paying tough. these people to do something. Right. Yeah, it's so tough. But again, because they don't want to solve the problem, obviously. Of course. They want cheap labor. And they're, they're, you know, the non-conspiratorial explanation is they can't see the nose, they're the tip of their nose, for their, their, their face for the tip of their nose. They are, are just being short-sighted. They don't care about the future of the country. And so they're, let's get the cheapest labor possible. Obviously, AI is even cheaper than uh, yeah. illegal immigration. You don't have to pay them anything. You don't have to give any illegals any, I mean, uh, robots any benefit, any benefits? Come on. You don't have to mm -hmm. worry about what tiny benefits are left. No pension. Nothing like that. They don't call in sick. None of that stuff. You, know, you get rid of them. They're, they're good. Send them back to the line and, and replace them like they like to do us. So right. it's ideal for them. But again, are they? Are there any of them? And again, I don't have confidence. They're still not counting the votes in a couple of states. They can't do anything at this point. We have got such an amalgamation of corruption, incompetence, and now genuine insanity on yeah. the part of the 57 genders crowd. So these, this is what's running us. I don't know where corruption begins and incompetence ends. So something like this, if they trot the robots out, do you think there's going to be many rational voices that have a public platform? I mean, Tucker Carlson will do shows on it probably, but nobody's going to be talking about, you know, what, what does this mean? How many people would be thrown out of work? Because really what, what jobs couldn't, you know, what menial job couldn't robots do? You think you couldn't have robot janitors and things like that? I mean, of course. I, yeah, you could, right? So, uh, so, so, but so the people that did those jobs, what do they They're do? Out. Right. They're yeah, gone. but nobody cares about them. We can put them out on the street in the tent cities, let them crap on the street. That's what they care. <laughs> nobody cares about that, and uh, it's, uh, it's a huge problem. But you know, it's, it's obviously if we had Huey Long around, my boy Huey was around today. Ah, uh, Huey. Uh, you know, he he that I can't imagine what he would be saying about all this, but he would be talking about looking at it as he did back in the 1930s said we need a 40-hour work week. He said, actually, he was going for a 30-hour work week in the 1930s. At this point, with the productivity we have, the technology we have, and the numbers of people we have, you, maybe a 10-hour work week, I think, should be what we have. But much as when they transitioned to a 40-hour work week back in the 1930s, they still paid them. They said they didn't cut their pay. And yeah. uh, that's what you'd have to do. You'd still have to pay people the generally crappy wages you pay them. But you're only paying them to work 10 hours instead of 40. Now, of course, corporate America would go nuts over that. But hey, what's the alternative? Because at some point, no matter how dumbed down and you know pacified the public is, at some point they're going to storm the gates. Right. If they don't have food, and and you know, if they eventually don't have food, I guess they're okay. A bunch of them are okay without shelter. But if they can't get food, eventually they're going to get to your uh, your uh, gated communities, and then uh, see how you react at that point. Right. And and uh, and this is where the other the other half of this comes in. Right. Like uh, they'll provide the universal base, basic income, but they'll also provide some type of housing. Right. They have those um, out in California, those like tractor trailer homes or whatever that that they it looks like the back of a truck and they're piled on top of each other and people can live there now. Like they'll do stuff like that, you know, but it'll it'll be it'll be uh, linked to the government. And in order to qualify for those services, you are going to have to fulfill certain requirements. You're going to have to get vaccinated. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's without that digitized currency. Right. Everything. Well, but like, John, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Over here on YouTube, John Bassiglon says that he lived in Los Angeles County, in Los Angeles City. They, they, in Los Angeles City, they forced Home Depot to put up shade awnings, sitting arenas, 
and portable <laughs> restrooms to the illegals and day laborers in the Home Depot parking lot. So there you go. Oh, <laughs> wow. Nothing but the wow. best for our illegals here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you made an incredible point about ICE. You know, um, yeah. I mean, I, I think they get paid by commission too. Sometimes I'm not, I'm not sure about that. Don't quote me, but I think, yeah. you know, but by, by the amount of people that they bring in, they get something extra or a bonus or something like that. Hey, if, I mean, I could never be a nice agent. I can't do shit like that. But for those people that are, um, and, and let me tell you, if if you um, support this, like walk a day in the shoes of people who have to deal with them, because I have, and right. it's not fun. It's it's not fun. These people are pieces of crap for the most part. Um, uh, anyway, so um, Tony's back. I'm going to get his thoughts on this. But, um, you know, I mean, ultimately, it, it's going to lead back to 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 um to the government and and being incentivized in, in one way shape or form but ice ice could just immediately just go to home depot and start picking up people yeah, exactly. they could just do it right i mean they're i mean they know where they are they just just you know do a map quest to see all the home depots in your area you don't even have to go very far from headquarters you know nope. damn where's the home depot all right, let me go pick up some people i need uh, you know i want to go on vacation to the hawaii next week with that with the family i'm going to need some extra funds you know, but but they don't do that. That that's an excellent an excellent uh, 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 pointer of uh, of where we are with this, and and do we need something like ICE? Tone, talk to us about the robots, man. We 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 um we merged into immigration somehow because you know the robots are also going to take the jobs of the immigrants. Maybe ICE comes picks up comes and picks up some robots, and and who knows where we war go between the, the immigrants versus the robots in the 1950s they'd make a nice sci-fi movie illegals versus robots I mean, this time it's personal <laughs> I like it. on the sci-fi channel i'm sorry all right so what's up oh well i had to to break away from the stream i had a customer show up and i i went to my vault and got an ounce of gold sold it to him ran the credit card and now i'm back take that robots you can't do it <laughs> uh, very cool but I wish yeah, you know, the, the elites know that this is coming. Technology is going to pave the way for automation. We all know this. Um, that's why it's so important for us to uh, create high skills and new things. And as, uh, as entrepreneurs, you know, develop new ways to serve people and create new economies. Uh, the, the elites don't like that. Uh, they don't like us innovating. They want to keep things as they are on this trajectory of enslavement. Michael Bloomberg mentioned this when he ran for president, his dismal campaign. I think he spent. My gosh, I'll have to get with Don on this, but I think he spent like a hundred million dollars or something, some crazy amount of money on get, on nothing. But he's told yeah. that you know he's like with these stupid farmers and all these people, and he's literally running that type of campaign, talking down to everyday working people. He says, "Well, we got to give them something because the future is automation, or they're going to go get their guillotines." He literally said this, so he recognizes that people, regular folks, are going to get left out of this new smart city, smart grid, agenda 2030, dystopia, technocracy that they're building for us. So, um, you know, I, I would ask the question that Pat Buchanan asked um, when somebody confronted him about it, because, you know, that Pat Buchanan is a very uh, pro-worker, uh, anti-NAFTA guy, you know, making things again. And they said, what about robots? And he said, well, who's going to build the robots? Mm -hmm. And I thought, that's a good question. <laughs> Who made who? So uh, mm -hmm. this whole thing, I think, is leading. This is the future, folks. We just talked about the past and politics. So pay attention to this. The past and politics is the left-right paradigm. It's done. I'm sorry. It's done. Uh, the, um, the whole premise and, the, and what we believe to be politics is dead. Now, they're good. the politics of the future is this. 
It's the technocracy. It's the it's the agendas of right. moving us away into sustainability. This is what we're going to be fighting against. That's why local is so important. National politics is that's why they they don't really have they don't differentiate anymore because really they're just this is a a that's a false paradigm that you're following that you think that you're involved in. Meanwhile, they're cooking up this. And this is these these are the blurbs. And Billy was this is smart to bring this up because and we don't talk enough about the technocracy because we get lost in the politics. But I think and we should. We should. I mean, that's how we, we Don remembers. That's how we started off. We were talking all about this. <laughs> and and then uh, the, the politics took over a little bit. But um, but we'll we'll, we'll I'm working on I, I, I told Tony I would do this and, and I'm working on uh, on reaching out to uh, the head of technocracy news and trends. We had him on. I, f- I forget his name now. Patrick Wood. Patrick Wood. We had him on the very first episode of America Unplugged. Um, and Don has had him on his show, but I want to get him on here so we can have uh, a discussion, you know, and we'll talk all about uh, whatever articles he has up on his site at the time. I can't recommend that site anymore. It It, it is, it does lean very heavy conservative. Um, and if you're, if you're with that, that's great. But um, regardless of that, there's valuable information there, man. Like it's just one of my favorite sites to go to for news, you know? So go check that out. Patrick Wood is the dude. Um, so, uh, hopefully we'll get them on here and, and we can, and we can discuss moving forward. Okay. Tone, thank you for giving us a couple of minutes, man, to do the overtime, man. I know you're busy. I know you got shit to do, man. Tell the people where they can find you, buddy. Well, you can find my website for my podcast, the Arterburn radio transmission and other shows at arterburn.news. And I'm working on that. I got some things coming up for arterburn.news, but the sponsor of this magnificent program that I'm so proud to be a part of is wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. And of course, Wolfpack, wolfpack.gold membership. You guys got look into this guaranteed gold and silver delivered directly to your door. So wolfpack.gold. Incredible, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. And of course, the legendary Don Jeffries. You were on fire today. I hope we can get, I I hoped that maybe the internet would would be kind to us. And it kind of was sometimes and sometimes it wasn't. But regardless, (laughs) thank you, Don. What's up, buddy? Yeah, and people can find me at donaldjeffries.media. All my books are there. I've got a couple books in the hopper. The you know I could have as many as three books coming out there next right. year. We'll see how it goes. But I've got pretty much that much done. Uh, always got donaldjeffries.substack.com is my Substack, and uh, you can read my election prognostication that turned out to be pretty good uh, Monday, the day before the election, and uh, obviously uh, the on the same fine channel, rockfin.com. Every Friday, uh, I protest. A lot of you, most of you out there, uh, I think, catch that too from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern with the great Tony Gardeburn as producer. Fantastic, ladies and gents. You know what to do. The Infinite Fringe uh, over on Apple Podcasts, theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Hey, can somebody link me up to that show that Tom Cooper's doing? I want to hear it. I'm very interested. Uh, everybody else in the chat, yo, we love you. Thank you for tuning in week after week after week. Uh, we'll shout everybody out ne- next week. You guys know we love you. And, and for, we got we got some tips. I don't know who gave them. God bless you, though. You do. You know who you know who you who you are. So uh, bless you. And thank you very much. Uh, that's it. We will see you guys next week. Lord willing. Play us out, Tone. You got don't it. Burn the place down while we're gone.